This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is Marking Out episode 407? Eight. Eight. 408. That's right. And thank you for listening to another weekly episode of your favorite podcast. Uh, You can listen to it on iTunes. You can listen to it on Google Play. You can listen to it. Uh, on Amazon, maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> Amazon does that exist? Yeah, why not? Is that a real thing? Amazon podcast. I have. I got an Amazon Fire because of the uh, Black Friday Cyber whatever it is gimmicks. Uh, so yeah, try to find us on there. And if you do, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. If you don't want to go there, you can just go to our website. And also add us to your your one click shopping. <laughs> add us to your one click shopping as well. So markingout.com, which. Through there, you can get redirected to our merchandise, which is at prowrestlingtees.com slash ad. Hopefully, you guys scored a bunch of sick shirts on that Black Friday sale, which was more of like Black Week sale. Yeah, thank you to everyone that bought a t-shirt. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot of uh, almost sold out. Sold out. sold out of shirts that are made to yeah. order. <laughs> yeah, you know, almost hit DTG, that limit. direct to garment, brother. Um, social media-wise, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out, twitter.com slash out, youtube.com slash out 11 uh, Email us, out one at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter, as you can hear. I'm also here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. And we're also sitting here with the new Eric Sims of Dave Handling. It's BS if you don't go with BTTG. And you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome as always. Uh, Today is actually the seven-year anniversary of me being on Twitter. Oh, Muscle Tub. And even bigger than that, it's the seven-year anniversary of MarkingOut.com. Ah, muscle, muscle, tub. Today, yeah. officially, November 29th, two thousand eleven. Uh, I know. I was back wow. my uh, yeah, my memories, and it just said www.marketout.com. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, <laughs> it's it's still a thing. Time flies. Time flies. So, Chris, how was your week? I, I we have a very extended week this week because we recorded <laughs> last week on a Tuesday. <laughs> we had because we recorded last week on a Tuesday because we had the holiday weekend. <laughs> Yep, hopefully uh, every, everybody enjoyed their uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Hopefully everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Hopefully they did some Black Friday shopping. Hopefully they did some Cyber Monday shopping. Uh, but my week was good. Uh, backtracking Thanksgiving was good. We went to Rachel's aunt's house in the Bronx where I ate at the kids' table, which was fantastic. And then I came home and fell right to sleep at 9 o'clock. Missed impact as I was really uh, looking forward to the Eli Drake uh, turkey bowl or whatever they call it. But what would you eat? Um, turkey, obviously. Ooh, good, and... good swerve, good swerve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sweet potato casserole and oh, yeah. mashed potatoes. You didn't have any of what Al Roker was making. <laughs> no, none of that. Sorry. <laughs> and mashed potatoes and noodle pudding, and yeah, it was good. Oh, noodle pudding. Yeah, we make my uh, Rachel's. Uh, Ants makes a mean kugel, so she made that for the uh, the holiday, which is great. Was, was there any cinnamon on it? 
No, not on this. Raisins? No raisins. No, you're you're oh. thinking of just one type of kugel. Oh, I definitely am. There's many types of kugel. Oh, there's many types of kugel. Of I'll probably course, have, I mean, probably having more uh, on Sunday when we celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah, I should say, with uh, the entire uh, Rachel uh, clan. You're starting to say like a member of the tribe. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, good. That's good. Then uh, Friday, I had a bunch of work to do because on Saturday. My company that I work for, we live streamed uh, two Long Island Championship uh, football games, which was awesome. So we live streamed those. I, I'm learning OBS, which any of you live streamers out there know probably know OBS because A, it's free, and B, it's super easy. Uh, so I designed all the graphics for it. We were set up at Hofstra, which was so cool. Um, first game was awesome. Really super tight game between Freeport and what was the other team? Massapequa. No, <laughs> that's, a lo- that's a local joke. <laughs> yeah, Report William Floyd was really good. The second game was a little bit of blowout, but not really. And then my company, all the camera guys and everybody was there, went out for uh, food and beers afterwards, which was great. Uh, Sunday we went to Disney on Ice. How which was, was it? fun? Fantastic, I bet. Right? Oh, it was fantastic. It was re- it was a lot of fun. The kids loved it. Maddie was dancing around, and Jordan was just kind of tractor beamed in. Merch, you know. Oh, absolutely. Jordan got a uh, bubble wand, a Mickey Mouse bubble wand. Got it. And he got a uh, – I'm looking at it right now. It's like this light-up Oh, hell frozen. yeah, the thing that, that spins? No, it doesn't spin. Oh, it, it doesn't just lights spin. up in different intervals and whatnot. So. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the disappointment in, in Brandon's voice with that. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, because spin. when I – I mean, I went to – I think the first time I went to Disney on Ice was um, – was it like 2002 ish? Uh, I went 2010. It was me and Rachel's one year anniversary of dating, and we went. Us and our friend Andrew went to Disney on Ice at 10:30 in the morning, and me and Andrew were drinking beers at 10:30 in the morning. But when I when I went, I think it was I think it was 2002. They had the the thing like you would press like the button, and Buzz Lightyear would spin around with like things on on the sides that would like light up. Yeah, I think they had one of those. And then yeah, I, I went I went again in 2010. Also, I think. Did they do the the hoe down throw down gimmick or? I have no clue. I it might have been two thousand nine. But yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was really enjoyable. Had ate a bunch of hot dogs. Um, hot dog spray, yeah. Okay, relax. There we go. No, don't don't relax. It's fine. Um, and then Monday was a day to recuperate from the long weekends, and Tuesday was life. And yesterday I filmed the basketball game, which was cool, and created a bunch of content at home and today's thursday so it's marking out day which is awesome that sounds like a pretty uh pretty full week yeah no it was fun saturday was especially live streaming and stuff like that it was it was cool my company's gonna be doing a lot more of that coming up so you can check that out somewhere online what about you dave how was your thanksgiving your thanksgiving eve um my thanksgiving well i guess thanksgiving eve was really fun uh kind of uh me and dan went to uh this place called left coast grill and we hung out. Excuse me. Left Coast Kitchen. Yes, Left Coast Kitchen. Um, and hung out there with one of our friends. Works the bar there, so we just hung out. It was a good, really uh, a good night and everything. Um, in my mind, the perfect night because it's exactly what <laughs> I look for. Just yeah, I, I honestly <sighs> when I go to a, yeah when I go to a bar, I just want to relax, talk to some good people that I don't know. And like meet new people and just 
have fun. Uh, you, you can, you can do and that. sing Friends in Lonely Places. You can do that on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why, did um, you sing Friends in Low Places? No, they don't I've have done that in the, I've done that in the past there at karaoke night, but not made it, it's usually karaoke That's night. That's the like, karaoke go-to song. It's that oh, and yeah. Wild Thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually always forget to do Wild Thing. The wild thing I only did like once, but that's because it was, it was something that I was did just one time. Yeah, it was my oh talent my show song. Uh, back in fourth grade, I was in the school <laughs> talent show, and uh, that's what I sang. I sang "Wild Thing" in my like Tasmanian Devil denim jacket. Uh, yeah, it looked super. Nice double cool. entendre there, perfect. Yeah, it looks super cool. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> wait, you don't know this? No, what is? I don't get the double entendre. Because he was singing Wild Thing with a Tasmanian Devil jacket on. Is Taz's nickname like Wild Thing or? No, but he's it is a Wild Thing. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> that was my that's my um, Taz impression. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a great night, and then the next day it was just really a relaxing Thanksgiving. We opted not to drive into New Jersey to see family and everything. Um, we had work the next day and stuff like that, so it was just relaxing. My um, Parents had some of their friends stop on through, and it was it was a nice event. My friend, my mom's friend, brought over uh, some Entourage uh, DVD. Uh, she gave me a gift of an Entourage DVD set, or one of the DVD, two of the seasons, because she works with uh, HBO. Um, so it was cool. And then um, I also she also gave me uh, the uh, now that's what I call country CD <laughs> CD like two. Sorry, which is, which is awesome. Like I have that played on my in my uh, CD player in the car. I have right that now. on my disc, man. Yeah, no, I'm the only person that actually still uses CDs. I think in the car. No, I, oh, well, in the car. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> no, every, right. I, Bluetooth. I have my iPod. I have my iPod hooked up in my car, and yeah. then I also have my phone, which has my Apple Music, which has all my other stuff on there. So. That's the thing. I have no desire to play my phone. Or play my like Apple whatever in the car. I'd rather put a CD on and just cruise, you know. Um, yeah, but it was a good night. And was, then, was that song? I'll... Was that song on the best of now country? No, oh, I think the best of country was pre that, predating that. Like this is back when uh, lo- um, Taylor Swift uh, uh, "Love Story" was on there. Oh, by the way, uh, Kenny Chesney announced the dates for that small tour. Hit me with... Oh, yeah, I saw. Mm. No, no nearby dates. What? No. Where's the closest? Uh, was it Connecticut? He said he was going to come back to Jones Beach. He lied to us. Yeah, the next year goes and plays MetLife for 17 years in a row. Yeah, liar. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a disappointment. Thanks, Kenny. Um, I thought we were friends, <laughs> but he listens to the podcast. But. Um, what else was there? Oh, Black Friday shopping. Black Friday shopping. I did none of that. Why, why didn't I, you take advantage of WWEshop.com? But that was I, a cyber. That was a Cyber Monday gimmick. No, dude, the Cyber Monday gimmick was not as good as uh, as. What was Black the gimmick Friday. for? What was the gimmick for Black Friday? Black Friday was up to seventy five percent off. Merchandise plus a another twenty five dollars, not twenty five dollars, twenty five percent off, and free shipping. Cyber Monday might have actually had the same exact deal. It was fifty percent off. It was only fifty percent off on Cyber Monday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got got my shirts. Then yeah, how much did it come to 
costing? Like one shirt. One shirt would have been like fourteen bucks. Thirteen ninety nine. All right. So really, what it used to be on sale. Um, but there was shipping. Yeah. There was shipping on on Monday. Oh, yeah, so, it was five dollars shipping. Yes, yeah, so you would have had to. You had to factor that in there too. Did you get any shirts off pro wrestling tees? Uh, I, I, did not. I, I, I did buy some things on Amazon. Um, so I did we, do Black Friday shopping online. We, um, I we got. Go ahead, uh, I'll tell you sorry. about my my Black Friday purchase because you're. Oh, uh, I got I got this game called Exploding Kittens, which I've heard I, good things about it. I am so I got the party pack, so this way we could play it the next game night. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that's gonna be. Yeah, it's it's between two players to ten, up to ten. Okay. The normal game is only up to like five, and I'm like, you know what? If we do a game night, I want to play this. It's. Have you ever? What did did you hear anything about the game or no? Nothing. I heard it was for it, children. No, it's pretty much. <laughs> Just it's kidding. pretty much a game of Uno mixed with, um, Russian roulette kind of. Okay. Where everybody gets a few cards and everything, and you draw a card. Well, first you put that, you draw a card, and you hope not to draw the exploding kitten, which is kind of like a dynamite card. Um, you have a diffuse card, which you can put down to diffuse that, and then you're still in the game. If you don't have that, you're out of the game. And then you keep on going uh, in this, through the circle, through the line, and you throw down like a skip card, reverse card, draw two, stuff like that, trying to eliminate each other until one person's standing. So it's a game of strategy, but it's really quick too. So it's kind of it's fun in that manner as well. And then uh, I bought a Despicable Me Kevin uh, talking doll for my parents because they love the movies and stuff. And uh, you know you can't get better than the minions, especially uh, the life size talking things. So what about you, Chris? Oh, um, we bought a one of those like shark Roomba type things. Shark Roomba. What's yeah, that? It's like that little circle gimmick that goes around and vacuums out your house and you don't have to... Oh, vacuum. those are... I was going to buy into that stock. That's iRobot, right? No, it's uh, Shark is the name of the company. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. One's Shark IO. Oh. Um, but, yeah. No, we got one and it was like... It, the deal was insane. It was like I was like 200 bucks off. So we've named it uh, Baby Shark. Attach a oh. GoPro. I was gonna put my bird on it, but that works too. You should, you should have, you should have named it Bruce. No, by like, yeah, from Fighting Nemo, I get it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and that's it. And then, yeah, and then uh, I did the uh, Monday Cyber Monday WWE deals. Okay. So I got the uh, that Lex Luger shirt that's on there, just because you know all American Lex Luger was the best. Mm-hmm. And, and then I bought the uh, the Finn Balor the uh, LGBT shirt. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I was I wanted to buy the man shirt, but it was like it was discounted, then it wasn't discounted, and then as the advice of my attorney, aka Brandon, <laughs> um, I was told to call WWE shop, and I was super nice, and the woman was just like, she's like, yep, nope, the man shirt is definitely not discounted. I was like, okay, cool, thank you, bye. <laughs> and like everything, I was gonna get the Hawkins shirt, but they didn't have it in my size, and I was like thinking about the Monday Night Rollins shirt, but I'm like, eh, no, but. You know, got to support the LGBTQT uh, uh, community there with that shirt. So that's coming on the fourth. And most importantly, Brandon, Dave, are you finished, by the way? Yes, sir. Brandon, how was your week? It was good. Thanksgiving was good. Went out east. Well, it's uh, out east. Uh, a cousin. My relative? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say names. 
Why name drop? <laughs> but we went out east, and it was it was good. Hildy? No. Where'd you eat? Uh, I had turkey. <laughs> wow. No, I had I had stuffing. Also, was wow. it Taylor? No. Would you shut up? <laughs> uh, mac Sorry, and cheese. I'm breaking the wall of reality. Brendan doesn't like that stuff. Yeah, Brendan doesn't like that stuff. I had mac and cheese also, and and homemade cranberry gimmick. Oh uh, yeah, I'm all about canned cranberry gimmick. I am yeah. too, but like I'm perfectly fine with. I mean, the homemade stuff is really good. And then and then we had pie, apple pie. pie. There was blueberry pie too. I don't really like blueberries, but. Uh, the, the crust on the blueberry pie was really good. It's homemade. Nice. Yeah. We got White Post Farms. We didn't bring it to Thanksgiving because I just ate three-quarters of the pie myself. It's called Fruits of the Forest. Mm-hmm. It's like blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, apples, oh, and rhubarb. Uh-huh. Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then on, so. uh, on Friday, I went to my grandma to kind of celebrate Thanksgiving-ish. Thanksgiving too, Electric Boogaloo, nice. Yeah, and uh, it was it was Ben's. Nice, best, best coleslaw I think, out there. Mm-hmm. Out there, that way. Yeah, well, no, just in general, the best coleslaw I've ever had. And uh, that's that's about it. I I, I Black Friday, I I Cyber Monday. Yeah, what'd you get? <laughs> I got I got a lot of stuff. Um, from WWE Shop alone, I got. The new the brothers, the brothers of destruction T-shirt, yeah. the new DX T-shirt, the Kane T-shirt, Rey Mysterio's new shirt. I got Jeff Hardy's shirt. I got Ember Moon's. Kyrie saying I gave in and got that, and I got the Man T-shirt with a you discount. Did. With a discount. Oh, <laughs> how did you work that? Well, I called up and <clears throat> when I w- when I had it in my cart. See the difference between mine and Chris's. Yeah. Chris's was back ordered. Yeah, because I'm I'm a large. I'm not a you know. <laughs> I'm not a ten. Uh, I'm size. Yeah, you bread in size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mine, and then but when I would add it to my cart, the uh, the discount would go away. So I called them up, and I'm like, look, it says, it says that it's uh, it's on sale. And she went and looked on WW Shop, and she sees it, and then she made a note in the account. And when I purchased it, they took it off. Wow. Yeah, and then I got Rey Mysterio's new mask. I got Sin Cara's new mask on the WWE shop. Man, look at you. Yeah, and uh, then I got a bunch of masks from High Spots. Oh, I didn't even realize High Spots was having a sick Black Friday sale. They're uh, actually, I think, still having the same sale. Let's see, really? High Spots. It's I, it's twenty five percent off DVDs and and signed merch. Interesting. Yeah, it's still going on. Oh wow! Side which get signs. Oh, I didn't get any sign merch from them. No. No. All right. But uh, I think that's. Oh, and then, so the craziest thing, I got an email at like, t- let's say twelve fifteen in the in the morning, on whatever day it was. Maybe it was Monday or whatever from Taylor Swift's website. That they were releasing two hundred and fifty copies each of. Uh, 1989 Taylor Swift and Fearless signed LPs, and they were $250 each. And I was like, geez, that's a lot of money. But for the hell of it, I went and added to my cart to see if it was like going to add like tax and stuff. And by the time 
I added it to my cart, it it sold out. Nice. Jeez. It was insane. That's insane in the membrane. So they were selling... Uh, then they had uh, lithographs that I think were cool. So I, I bought those. Those were on sale. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, and then I got from Walmart, I got a uh, Garth Brooks book DVD set. I mean, CD set. Really nice. That's cool. I got the new Mickey Celebration Blu-ray thing. Okay. It comes with... Uh, shorts of like uh steamboat willie and all that i actually I, I i did a lot of pop purchasing this week brandon oh wow yeah wow tell me about it uh, i went to the mall and i uh what's that place that i like newberry F- comics oh had um fye's not there anymore when did you go to um, the mall today oh i was there yesterday two days ago yeah oh, thanks was, for uh, the invite it was buy one get one, so I got a, uh, I got my kids a, uh, I got Jordan a Wreck It Ralph. Uh, by the way, they saw Ralph breaks the internet; they loved it. Uh, I want to see that so bad. Yeah, I know, I know you would. Um, and then I got Maddie a Minnie Mouse one, um, and then I got a Chewbacca dangled up <clears throat> in, in Christmas lights for our decorations for our house, and I got my wife one too. But I don't know if she's listening to this podcast; probably not. Or uh, around the bend in the house, so I don't want to. <laughs> anything about it she's at a meeting right now um yeah and uh and i got my well a couple weeks ago i got my stepfather the they have the the mickey's 90th anniversary uh edition of the funkos right Mm -hmm. i got him a firefighter mickey because he's a firefighter so Uh, i'll probably like it i appreciate it probably won't but yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) so um but so the reason why i went to the mall was my friend needed to shop for his girlfriend for christmas and he's getting her a ring, and he wanted your advice. No, no, no. Did he go to Jared's? It's, it's a brand new relationship. And he wanted to get her a ring. How much Did he is, go to Jared's? No, no, no. How much is too much to spend on a brand new relationship? Well, you're trying to impress, so I would say a hundred. Um, what's too much? Yeah. Uh, too much. Let's see. Brand new. How long have they been dating? Like six it? months, maybe. So it's not brand brand new. It's a half a year. Uh, I think a hundred's good. So two hundred plus is too much. Yeah, I think that would be a little bit much. <sighs> and he doesn't even know if she's getting him anything. <laughs> yeah, I'd go. I go between fifty and a hundred's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, it becomes the thought that counts, you know. Yeah, well, he he certainly got a lot of stuff for her, and well, we were we were he, dude. We walked from the front of Macy's all the way to the back of Macy's, back into the front, over and over again. I tweeted this every single time. The perfume lady, the the cologne woman, completely ignored me. Just me. I saw her offer other people spritzes and stuff. Rude. Rude Macy's. Rude. Wow. Wow. Maybe I just don't look like a cologne guy. Yeah, maybe she... It was which, just like, you know what, this not. guy's probably not a fan of Primo or Epico, so forget him. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I actually yes. do like Primo and Epico, so. Mm. Yeah. Is this still their names? Yeah, they're the Colognes. Oh. As seen oh. on whatever the last Survivor Series was. <laughs> wow. It shows how much I'm paying attention. 
<laughs> you guys get your houses all decorated for the yep. Hanukkah yep, coming we're up this celebrating week? Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. I don't have decorations hung. No. Are Are you setting up the Grinch again? Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's already up, brother. The first night we put it up, people stopped in front of our house and took a picture. So, I'll press this. This this I guess this will be the last thing we talk about before we get to uh, outside the ring news. Um, you've probably seen those memes online of people. It says like, oh, really decorated, fully decorated their house, and it's like one string of lights with the Grinch pulling it off. Yep, that's what I have in front of my house. Um, and every year we do the same thing, and there's people across the street and down the block that have like the full-on Christmas. Yeah, we've been saying gimmick a lot on this show, but we've been using it in appropriate terms, so I'm fine with it. Um, yep, the full-on Christmas gimmick on their house. Me, one string of lights and a I Grinch. Would- I would hate that, honestly. Why? I don't know. I, I feel uncomfortable if people were taking pictures of my house and posted it online somewhere. Thanks, Google. Like, yeah. it, it, I don't know. I, I would well, feel that's super like, awkward. I mean, that's what they do in Brooklyn. What do you mean? They have, like, what is it, Diker Heights? I think they have, like, everybody on the block decorates like their this. house in Christmas lights. It's, like, insane. Well, there's the houses, like, around here, too, that do that. Yeah, there's one in Merrick that's going to be on television competing. Uh, oh, that with, Christmas like, show? Yeah. Oh, man, that was a great show. It was like on ABC Family or ABC or whatever. Yeah, 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 something like that where they're competing with other families. Like there's one family in Connecticut, one elsewhere, but one of them's uh, from Merrick. Did they film it already? E- I yes, so. I believe so. Dude, uh, these people like start in like October putting up everything in front of their house. It's insane. Christmas uh, lights are nuts. Nuts. But I, mean, yep, I, that's... Heard, I heard House Hunters were filming in Merrick, but I don't know if that's associated to it. What is House no. Hunters? I think it's it's a show on HGTV, I believe. Yeah, Rachel used to be into it. What is HGTV? The <laughs> just kidding. Home and Garden Television. I know what HGTV is. Yeah, All right, cool, bro. So, all right, let's wow. uh, let's get let's get into wow, some. Uh... Yeah, wow, bro. <laughs> Let's get into some Outside the Ring uh, news to start the show off, because we got a whole plethora of it today. Plethora. And we'll start off with New Japan. Uh, New Japan is right in the middle of their uh, Global Tag League. Uh, but coming up at the beginning of January is their WrestleMania, and that's Wrestle Kingdom. This year, Wrestle Kingdom 13 will be streamed worldwide on the Fight TV app. I think it's thirty four ninety nine for you to pay for it. Um, it's going to be live at 3 a.m. And then later that day, Access TV will be broadcasting a two-hour version on a tape delay um, for you guys to check out. So that's big. You know, a couple of years ago, when Global Force Net, uh, Global Force Wrestling had, you know, uh, had okay. <laughs> had had Wrestle Kingdom, you know, that was a big thing. People were getting together. Oh, it's on pay-per-view now. And then pay-per-view kind of yeah. essentially died at the wayside. Dave and I did that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it um, sucked, by the way. It didn't air in HD pay-per-view. No, it didn't. No. I'm all right with that. That doesn't bother me, the HD TV. Yeah. I don't even think I watch my regular TV in HD. You, you don't watch in HD? There's no way you don't have a, like, what do you? Yeah, everything's upconverted now. Yeah. Oh, everything is in HD already? With the exception That's... of movie channels, but. Yeah. Oh. That'll be good. That's pretty cool. It's pretty good. If you know, if you're a fan of New, J- New Japan and you don't get the access to it, no pun intended, because it's going to be on access, um, you can watch it on the Fight TV app. We'll be rad. Awesome. Uh, announcer-wise, it was announced this week that joining Kevin Kelly on the American broadcast is going to be none other than Escalibur of PWG fame. Oh. I know, Dave. 
Why? I think Excalibur's great. Mm, he has foul language. Well, he has, well, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. When we watched All In and he was a commentator, you're like, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. It's the niche that he's in. He can be foul language when he's a PWG. There's no way he said that. I don't remember. Because we didn't, I don't remember. Because <laughs> didn't it happen at, didn't he, did he not curse on All, all In? No, but he curses excessively in PWG because he can, because it hits his promotion. And he uses dumb remarks that are like, try to make the, tries to make the viewer sound, or tries to make the viewer feel stupid or no, at least that's, that's... Yeah, you're thinking. No, 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 no. I don't, no. I don't know. If, no. if Excalibur and Stryker did a commentating team together, I think that <laughs> I would rather change the channel. No, Excal. No, Excalibur's awesome. I love Exc- Excalibur. He's great. Matt Stryker makes me feel dumb. Enough no, said. Excalibur makes me feel dumb when I listen to him do commentary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's continue on. Let's do like rapid fire here, but this is going to be a big topic because it's, he's someone that we've been following for almost his entire career, and that's MJF. Uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman this week, um, well, last week, he fractured his elbow in a match with Sammy Callahan, you know, Mr. Unsafe. You know, he shouldn't be a professional wrestler. He's a backyarder, one of the best in the business, in my opinion. Uh, fractured his elbow, freak accident at AAW Unstoppable in Chicago. He could miss six, uh, four to six weeks of in-ring work. Yeah, I'm uh, saying that he was in an incredible amount of pain. So that definitely just awful, you know? Absolutely. Um, but the bigger story is, you know, he's been extremely popular. And he's been extremely popular all over the place. And he's also a very decorated wrestler right now. He's the CCW World Heavyweight Champion. And he's supposed to be going into CCW's biggest event of the year, Cage of Death, this year Cage of Death 20. He's supposed to be defending the title against rookie Shane Page inside the Cage of Death. That's not happening. Uh, according to uh, MJF's legal team, that being uh, Mark Sterling, he has been stripped of the CCW World Heavyweight title, and he's not going to be defending it or wrestling at Cage of Death. Death. Def. I said def. Uh, it's now going to be Ricky Shane Page versus Mance Warner, who's been making a big name for himself inside CZW. They're going to be wrestling for the crown of the new CZW champion inside Cage of Death. So, I, go ahead. yeah, I am. I'm so happy about this too because I don't want to see uh, MJF in a match uh, in the, inside of the Cage of Death. I don't. I don't care to see that. Um, I hope that Mance Warner wins because he actually follows us and RSP doesn't, so I don't really care much. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I missed that. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I said that I hope Mance Warner wins because he actually follows us. Well, no, man. I, I, and you guys haven't been really following CCW that much. I've been I've been following it for the past couple of months, and Mance Warner's really making a name for himself in CCW. Ricky Champage, awesome. Great guy, you know, he's a big deathmatch guy, but he works, like, every single style possible. And I think me and you had a conversation about this the other day, about it, how you're not too familiar with his stuff. Yeah, but, I, I I don't... The problem is, I don't care to be familiar. Yeah, you're, but you're, you're not a deathmatch guy. You're not a deathmatch like, at all. I can, I can do deathmatch wrestling to a certain extent, because there's an art to deathmatch wrestling. You know, it's not like... If you're going to be doing a light tube match where light tubes are surrounding the ring, you don't want to be like, oh, hey, Irish whip right into the light tubes. No, you Irish whip, try to, you know, stay off the light tubes. You want to work into a story to get to that. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm good on that story. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I watched I watched the Vice did a good documentary about uh, Tournament of Death. 
that I watched that you wouldn't be a fan of. You may just because you're in the medical field. But I, but that's the thing. It's stupid sh- shoots like that and ladders I, and ladders. Yeah, shoots and <laughs> ladders that I'm not a fan of watching. I don't want to even be in the medical field watching stuff like that where I'm just like, why? I might as well go to a destruction derby and watch all these car crashes take place, and it's the same exact thing. Cage of Death is going to be a really awesome event. It's going to be on the High Spots Network. We'll kind of go over it next week because there's some cool matches outside of the deathmatch stuff. But, yeah, you're happy about that. Uh, I think Cage of Death needed two deathmatch guys in there because it would be interesting. Like last last year, Shane Strickland, he was in the the Cage of Death. And you went on for weeks on end, uh, and you sent me pictures of Shane Strickland's back with the the huge gash that he had. And and, and don't forget that I hated it. And I I hated it. And I hated it. Seeing someone so talented do that to himself. Who might be uh, on the way to WWE. Yeah, it's just stupid. But unfortunately, MJF, he is he was also set to defend the MLW middleweight uh, championship, and he was going to defend it December fourteenth in a ladder match. And it's apparently he may if he can't defend it, he's going to be stripped. And then either Desmond Xavier, Cotto Brazil, Andrew Everett, or Jason Cade will be competed for the title. Yeah, so it's you know a guy that has really made his name over the past year, year and a half, has gotten all these accolades kind of taken away from him due to injury. But that's part of professional wrestling. As long as you he's know, healthy you know for can... later April, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so he's on the New Japan show. <laughs> no, no, I meant I meant for uh, for Alaska. Oh for yeah, WrestlePro. Because I, I feel like that. I feel like that's something rare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I hope that he's just there. Period. Because this guy, we've been following him from the start, from Creative Pro Wrestling, and he, it's so, I'm, I think we could all say that we're very proud to see his development of character, uh, his, the way that he started off, I mean, we were watching his, like, promos back on YouTube when it was during their practice sessions, where it was probably their first promo. I went to a couple of those creative post shows at the, at the school, and I remember seeing him like, man, this guy is annoying. Yeah, and that's when he was still Mac Maxwell Jacob Friedman. No, yeah. Feinstein. Sorry, I'm mean, very, very happy like for for that. Uh, unfortunately, something not to be happy with. LAX has been removed from two matches uh, from the Evol- Evolve cards because they were involved in matches with the Evolve champions, who are NXT superstars, Street Profits. So this is from Ele- uh, Evolve 117 and 118. And it's allegedly because Impact didn't want them to lose to WWE NXT. What? Impact pulled out of the match? They should have been happy that they were wrestling NXT stars. That's what I said. They wrestled the Young Bucks, and they didn't have a problem with losing the Young Bucks. Yeah, I think that's kind of bizarre. Um, Maybe because if it was like the reverse, WWE would be like, no. Not having my guys lose. Oh, absolutely. Is this this like official? Yeah, I've been seeing it all over the place. Even Santana from LAX commented on it. He said, hey, listen, it would have been awesome, and in a dream world it would happen, but, you know, whatever. It is, I mean, I think that match would have been awesome. I think this new – and you guys don't watch hmm, – I, I, I skipped. Hey, I, you want to try – can I try this new – smell this new candle that Rachel's putting in my face right now? <laughs> this is my light. Ooh, what scent it, is it? Is it Mandelberry? Describe it. Describe. I see blue spruce. It's like minty. 
almost fruity. What would you smell it as, Rachel? Here, talk to the microphone. What would you, you smell it as? She said no. <laughs> talk to the microphone. Your daughter talks into the microphone better than you do. Come on, Larry. <laughs> um, all right, but I mean, but um, I, th- you guys don't pay attention to impact as much, um, impact as much as I do. This new version of LAX is awesome. And I would have loved to see them versus Street Profits because I feel like they have a similar kind of like high flying, you know, new breed of independent wrestling style to both of them, which yeah. would be great to see. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see it due to, you know, impact wrestling, and but... impact wrestling or it could be WWE or it could be Gabe just being, you know, Gabe just hearing it from Triple H, you know, Triple H calling before o'clock morning like Gabe. We can't have these guys lose to those well, guys. Uh, this, well, that's the thing. I, I think that it would be no great to see... Excuse me? Nothing. I was just... Oh, oh. I, I think it would be great if they had Impact Wrestling versus WWE, which they have done in the past before. Yeah. Uh, I.e., I think Pete Dunne had a match against, I think, Brian Austin Cage or something. Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Um, it was a death. Yeah, so yeah. I think Where that is kind of stupid. Austin um, he lost, John, he lost the, the whatever his name is John Johnny whatever yeah, promotion up unprofessionally at. walked out Johnny Impact yeah but apparently that was a whole, the, 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 it's a whole stage thing and apparently he's supposed to be like the loose cannon now but oh, regardless okay. let's, I, I by the way I I liked the spot on Impact where they all rolled over like Fala and Kelly that's part of Fala's gimmick <laughs> but I'm saying like everybody did it Kikatoru. Yeah, yeah. Kid Ref, as they refer to him. Kikitaro. And, and Kid Ref. Oh, yeah, that's right. Chris uh, speaking of uh, people we'll be probably seeing a lot more, though, Walter. Uh, huge independent wrestler. He had that amazing match against uh, PCO at Joey Janela's spring break. What, are you going to, like, sit here now and, like, watch me? Okay. <laughs> she she made said, popcorn. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you heard that, didn't you? Why did she actually make popcorn? She actually did make popcorn. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> oh, yeah, she's she's sitting back here like Michael Jackson thriller. Uh, but Walter, he had that amazing match against PCO. Uh, allegedly, he signed to the WWE. Which, but we've heard we've heard rumblings about this when they said Keith Lee but this, was signed. This got a lot of negative feedback. I think. Why? Well, yeah. I, I think it led to Pete Dunn tweeting about saying how the the UK wrestling scene is fine, like. Let, it is. let people yeah, who you like and enjoy seeing wrestle in the UK go on to bigger and better things. But that's well, and I, that's a, that's and I have to assume that was about. Yeah. Walter. Well, I I mean I also think that uh, a bunch of wrestlers put out tweets in that regards, and I think that I think it's just crazy how fans. Feel, I don't know. It's it's kind of greedy. Whereas they. What? Let's, like, we yeah, when, Tony we Nies, when Tony Nese got signed, we were more than thrilled to be seeing him wrestle for WWE. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the only downfall is now because the WWE hasn't hasn't stated that the WWE NXT UK contracts are now going to limit all those ta- the talent that yes. are under contract. They won't be able to wrestle out of uh, for some certain independence. So, yeah, well, they can wrestle knows? for ICW Progress, Destiny. Yeah, well, so I mean, limit right there. That seems fine. Yeah. Also, I'm, they they announced a takeover. Maybe Walter will debut there in January. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's going to be a big part of NXT UK going forward, uh, which is awesome in my opinion. But also, you you don't want to as much as 
you want to take the strap off Piton, you don't want to take the strap off Piton. I think he has done amazing things for that UK title. Like, it was cool to see Tyler Bate get the strap and everything like that. But from what he did, what Tyler Bate did introducing that title to what Pete Dunne has made, like, made the UK title super relevant Well, in the I'll, NXT I'll, spectrum. I'll, um, be, I'll be honest, I, I disagree with that comment because... Yeah, I think it's difficult. I think that no matter who you put that title strap around, they wouldn't. It wouldn't be as relevant, and I don't think it's as relevant as well. It's it should. It's because they're not defending it on exactly. our takeovers. Exactly, and I think that's the downfall. Our takeovers, it's very American. Like, well, because now the, now they have the UK takeover going to yeah. happen. Sold yeah, out but, minutes. But that's the problem with it is that I don't think that it's at a level where I think I understand. I think Pete Dunne's doing great stuff, but I don't think that he's. I don't think that the belt is on a new level it's, it's or title. anything it's like a that. Championship title. Yeah, I don't think it's on a good <laughs> at any level really. Unfortunately, okay. like like when they had the the War Games match, it's like oh the North American champion is teaming up with the UK champion, but the UK championship isn't really defended much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, I, I, I see both sides. I see both sides. Just, uh, and it's not to, not to say that Pete Dunn hasn't done uh, great stuff or anything, but I think that he's being limited by the creativity behind the matches and everything, you know? It, it's, it's like they're stunting it a little bit. He can't do the real bitter ends, which is the pump handle into a tombstone pal driver, which is so much cooler than the pump handle to the flat liner. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. One more thing, NXT UK-wise, before we touch on some other people that potentially might be going to the WWE. Uh, the Women's Championship has been crowned. You have your first NXT UK Women's Champion this week on NXT UK. Rhea Ripley defeating Tony Storm, which, which some some people could say was an upset. Some people could say it was a dang good match. Right, Brandon? I, that what you are saying? I was, no, I was going to say it's just dumb that, like, it happened so far after Evolution... Like we already knew, Rhea Ripley was the UK champion. If yeah. you were in yeah. that audience, yeah. or if you go on the internet, you go on the world wide internet. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, in that in that sense, it sucked that it took so long to air this this show. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do agree with especially that part. since weeks ago they already announced it on WWE.com. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's seeding you to actually going to watch the match on the network. Yeah. Yeah, uh, some people that potentially might be signed to the WWE, uh, one of them being Trevor Lee. Uh, we've been seeing him on Impact a lot. Allegedly, he has asked for his release from Impact and was given it. Um, so there's rumors of him signing with the WWE. He's got some you know, North Carolina lineage. His father was part of the Omega uh, State Federation with the heart. I don't know what it's called. Promotion with the Hardys. Yeah, he knows he knows the Hardys very well. He knows Shane Helms very well. Uh, Shane Helms did that whole gimmick with him and Impact. Which um, and Shane, Shane, by the way, I think was at the PC this week. It's Mike Quackenbush is there this week. Oh, I believe I, yeah. I do think Shane is there as well. Uh, Alexa Bliss p- posted a picture of her in the ring with the, the Quack Attack. Which oh, is uh, I did awesome. not realize that was Quackenbush. The you black and white photo. Yeah, I thought it was another woman. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think it was Quackenbush. I just I didn't pay attention to the other people in the picture. And That's there was why. a picture earlier in the week of Quack with uh, Alistair Black too. Quack and Black. There's Quack. a rumor that Alistair Black may be on his way up to the main roster. I hope so, but I hope it's yeah. not Five Live. I hope they just put him in a 
big. 205 Live. I that's like last year they were saying that Alistair Black's going to 205 Live. I hope yeah, that that's a, not that a thing. I I think that it would be great to have him come up now, especially because there's not he's still that mysterious kind of a character, you know. They gotta have him come up hot. They can't have him come up with a bunch of promos. They gotta come him up, put him in, put him against Nakamura for the U.S. title. Put the title on him immediately. I, I, but that's yeah. just because I'm an Alistair Blackmark. One more person that is potentially being signed who might be in the next class of signings is ACH. He, you know, he's didn't re-sign with the Ring of Honor. Him and Trevor Lee, funny that we mentioned both of them. They had an hour-long draw at 8AW this past weekend. So you don't see those a lot, uh, you know, on big-name indies, which is pretty cool. So um, I would love to see those guys in NXT. I'd love to see those guys in 205 Live. Speaking of 205 Live, uh, sad news to report. Apparently, Lindsay Dorado and Cedric Alexander had their rental car broken into while uh, on the road this weekend. So... To whoever uh, stole out of their car, turn this podcast off right, off right now because you're yeah, the worst. I don't get how I just I don't get how people break into cars and stuff. What do you mean? Like it's just like the dumbest thing. Like what do you oh, yeah. like? What's the point to steal? I get it, but like that was on the uh, the season finale of Total Divas. They had That's still um, a thing. Say that again. It's still a thing. Yeah, they had uh, uh, Naomi's car got broken into and her um, not engagement ring her wedding ring i guess was stolen that's so stupid if that's even a real if it's not like storyline who knows no, yeah, but I, just, I don't i don't get it that was a, it was a really good episode though it uh it dealt with Nightheart's death yeah okay uh, i saw the previews for it yeah it's sad yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure Campbell. nah um, also to note, XFL, they will be making an announcement of eight markets involved, uh, of the eight markets involved on December 5th. Uh, first rumored team is going to be St. Louis. I, uh, New York, New Jersey hitman. That's all I care about. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same name. You think? Didn't no, they it's, say be, it's not going to be the same names. I, I think, I, think I don't that care. Would say, with St. Louis, it'll be like the St. Louis Ordens, Randy Ordens, no. or St. Louis. The St. Louis Vipers. Well, who? No. Um, what's oh, the... that's actually a good one. The Vipers. Who's the team that's moving to that moved or is moving? St. Louis moved to L.A. and now they're one of the best teams in football. L.A. Rams. Yeah, the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I guess I heard. I mean, not I heard. I read that Oakland turned it down. Yeah, did you see pictures? You both <laughs> yeah, of you obviously saw I saw it. The pictures. Why the are pictures there yachts the... in the background? <laughs> <laughs> because they just think Oakland is just real classy area. I, I thought that was pretty funny. If but... you're not, if you don't know what to talk about, folks, apparently sketches came out this week about the potential new home of the Oakland Athletics, which is the weirdest looking stadium. Like there's I, I trees looks, it, on like random mountains. Nice. I think it looks I mean, nice, but it, it, it looks, looks a little – the actual design of the the outfield, a, a little uh, – I mean, if you have a, a turned mind, it's a little dirty. I didn't look into it that much. much. It Wouldn't looks do... a little dirty. It looks a little dirty. Well, hopefully they'll clean it up by the time uh, they get done finishing the ballpark, you know? Yeah, so – all right. So that's all of our outside the ring stuff. We could talk about it for now. Tribute to the Truth oh, is going to be uh, booked yeah, this week, uh, Tuesday, December 4th, at Fort Hood, Texas. 
So that's pretty cool. What about All um, Elite? Yeah, we can talk about All Elite when it gets there. Apparently All Elite Wrestling trademark this week. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Cody Rhodes is pretty cryptical about his uh, tweet saying there's going to be a big announcement in January, bigger than you'll know. So interesting. He's entrant number 30, or it can't be because he's not in the mixed match challenge. Um, The what? Well, no? mixed match challenge. I was this close to getting Madeline to say mixed match challenge this week. Like but it was, me? Yeah, like you. Wow. But it you know, just didn't. Right. Jesse Ventura was also interviewed by TMZ this week, and uh, I guess he's claiming that WrestleMania is in Minnesota next year, uh-huh. and he was saying that they'd be stupid to not use me. I wish I could do his voice. He's got a great voice. But are <laughs> <laughs> stupid. No, that's a physical man. I am Jesse the body. No, I can't even attempt to do it. That's, that just sounds like I am me. And no, but uh, he's got he's got a six pack. Still. Not still. Human growth now. Hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Human growth hormones do wonders for people. Wow. Imagine Jesse the Body Ventura wrestles next year at Mania. No. Nope. nope. I'll, I'll mark it down 48 minutes and 50 seconds to <laughs> put in crickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. All right, you kick the show off with acting general manager Baron Corbin coming out with what looks to be the uh, the new corporation. Uh, yeah, have... Cor- Corbin's cabinet. I, I like that, Dave. Bravo. But what? JBL had a cabinet, so they wouldn't call it a cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ripped it off. But anyway, so it's Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Bobby... Lashley. 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 Dude. Lashley. You did it good last week. Brandon did it good. That yeah, was I know. That's no, no, I was directing it towards Oh, Brandon. you wanted me to say Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, Le- and Leo Rush. Uh, you know, good uh, cheap heat. Making fun of fat people, uh, saying he's the acting commissioner. They beat up they beat up Ron Strowman. I almost said Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he played the video package of them beating up Braun Strowman. You saw Which, his... by the way, oh, so infuriating. There had to have been uh, at least 40 minutes worth of recap. It seems like that's happening more and more. Dude, Monday Night Raw ends at 11 o'clock now. They gave, they got rid of the five minutes. I know. Yeah, they, that's I, it was, I don't like I, it. I like <laughs> them going over. I don't care if Raw ends at 11.20. I like it ending at 11. No, you know? dude, it's terrible. No. Yeah, I gotta watch Stop Paradise. Come on. Yeah, I like it. Ending at eleven. Anytime you can you reduce time to Monday Night Raw, I am a fan no, of. Because they're but... not reducing the time; they're filling it in with with video packages. Hey, reduce that time, Lashley. Reduce that time. But they they went into they're not even doing that. About... He hasn't been doing that. But they went into speaking about what they're thankful for. Um, and as Chris me mentioned too, they went over to Ron Strowman, who had his little spiel. Pro, uh, Already taped, pre-taped big, from a hospital. Big get these, big get these hands from uh, chant. Yeah, yeah that, oh, no, that. But make, probably that said makeup job. Guy. That makeup job. But on his so, elbow. but you saw uh, when they when they like highlighted. Why the you whole, don't think that's real? No, you saw, you saw his arm get sliced open when they slammed that steel step down into it. You don't think that happens? For I mean, does that not happen from a shattered elbow? I don't think he has a shattered elbow. He has bone spurs. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was shattered elbows. 
No, well, that's what I'm saying. The player, I mean, the, the, a lot of like athletes usually get the bone spurs, where just they just have to get it removed. Um, uh, so, he's, so that's why the timetables he'll be back before TLC, but we're yeah, not it's supposed not to know really that. that. Yeah, it's not really that big of a. I, so so here's my mark mark dreams mark booking. So you have Baron Corbin come out to the ring at you know at TLC, and oh. then Braun Strowman comes out and saying what. I just remembered it's a TLC match. It makes no sense. <laughs> no, but, no but, this, but this is what you do. You have Baron Corbin come out. He's like, oh, yeah, Braun Strowman's going to come out. Braun Strowman comes out. He says, oh, hey, guess what? I'm not clear to wrestle, but if I can't get a monster, we might as well get a freak. And then you have Lars Sullivan come out and just squash Baron Corbin in that, a TLC match. That is a cool aspect, but yeah, right? I, but WWE, I, is more, WWE is more likely to get another monster. Or, <laughs> that being I, Kane. What I think that could happen is that Baron Corbin does what Chris mentioned and says, well, uh, he's not here, but you know what? The match is going to start anyways. So Corbin goes ahead and proceeds to climb the ladder. Once he gets to the top of the ladder, Braun's theme song hits. He rushes down, knocks uh, knocks Corbin off while Corbin's like in just shock mode. And then he just... Wasn't that slow climb like the old WWE wrestling games where it's like... Picks up a quick victory. I can see that. That would be the biggest waste of a TLC match ever. Yeah. Ever. Anyway, so you have the whole uh, Constable's uh, cabinet come out, and then Elias comes out to a big pop. I really like the fact that they really transitioned Elias from, like, a heel, just like a babyface overnight. Yeah, I, I also... sucks thing. You know, I thought it was good. Everyone's chanting along. This thing... I, love, I love his uh, nameplate. How it how oh, it appears. Yeah. Bray Wyatt has one of those too. Yeah, very few have custom nameplates. Undertaker has one also. Yeah. yeah, I think those are cool. This uh this whole promo then leads to a match in which Bobby Lashley defeats Elias with the help of the rest of the cabinet. They like, go on. Well first Elias was about to win and Leo Rush pulled the referee out, which caused the disqualification. Yeah, and it was a total again. numbers game. And then yeah, Corbin yeah, announced game. Corbin announced but, that it's a no DQ match and all of them beat beat down Elias, which to me didn't make sense. I, I, I didn't. I didn't get. It's, it's showing their dominance as a stable and showing. Yeah, but now is Elias going to be out now? Like they like. No, no, I I I actually love this. I love this I agree. Yeah. a ton. And I mean, then you had like uh, McIntyre do that Alabama slam right into the steps. Um, I thought that looked sick. And, yeah, maybe they'll take Elias off TV for a little bit. And then, who knows, maybe he'll come back with Braun Strowman. Remember, they had that tag team, not tag team? Again, they're building up to Survivor Series, and Survivor Series has already passed. You know what? But what about if they do have Elias? Unless they're trying to introduce War Games to the main roster. That would be sick. That would be interesting. But what was if they do do that uh, Braun Strowman, Elias kind of a tag team again, where they do stand up to these uh, this yeah, cabinet? Yeah, Balor in there also. Dude, war games. Exactly. It would be it would be Lashley, McIntyre, Corbin, and Leo Rush, and Leo Rush versus <laughs> versus Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, and Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That, that's it right Love there. It. Nicholas Love comes it. in last, gets the win. Gets the hot tag. Babyface, like Hogan slamming Andre reaction. 
hits a top rope hurricanrana off the cage. <laughs> I can definitely see that three-on-three match taking place. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, um, this then leads to the backstage area where Baron Corbin is talking to Alexa Bliss and now puts her in charge of the women's division. Which commentary yeah. was shocked that, like, oh, how could Alexa Bliss be in charge of the women's division when she's an active member of the women's division? Meanwhile, <laughs> in charge yeah. of Monday Night Raw is Baron Corbin, an active member of the roster. <laughs> like, yeah. can you, like, can you be that shocked? I don't think so, but I love this. I think it's great to put her in charge because I said last week I love it when a heel is in charge. Uh, setting but, those rules. but that's but that's the thing. Heels in charge, so you have that big baby face climb. So when the baby face can overcome them, it's so much bigger. The problem is with Alexa Bliss. Who is the baby face to overcome? Well, right now we obviously it's not to jump ahead, but to jump ahead, Banks and and Bailey. Yeah. I don't care for that because like Ronda Rousey is her own separate entity in the women's division. Yeah. So, well, all right, so. Uh, let's get on promo, to Dean, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, let's get on to awkward. First of all, who would have thought we'd see two different separate hospital doctor office promos in one episode of Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I don't. I just don't know why Ambrose's doctor's office is in the backstage area. Like, how do you it, know that it, was a backstage area? I mean, just look at the way that the brick, uh, the. The, the wall. Just look at the placement placement on all the bricks. You'll definitely I, I know. Couldn't, I couldn't see anything in the background. I was too busy cringing. <laughs> yeah, no. When when next time if you uh, don't, I was gonna say don't go back, don't go back. But yeah, it's cringe worthy to once you notice like the setup. You're like, this was backstage. This is not even. They didn't even try to pretend that it was a doctor's office. But that could that could actually be like the trainer's room or something. Yeah, but you could have easily. Yeah, but in the trainer's room, they're going to give you a rabies shot. They're going to give you this shot. They're going to okay. give you that shot. Come uh, on. You think he was actually getting rabies shots? You mean he wasn't? Seth Rollins, I'm getting shots right now. That was the, <laughs> dude, this was the, like, this, that takes the cake as a super weird promo. Yeah, I mean, and then that one where he gets it right in the hip. I mean, or the glitch. It, it was actually in his butt. The doctor goes, this one will be in your hip. <laughs> yeah, it was just Where super... to, Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that that was just an awful promo. I mean, it was just weird. I don't think it was, I don't think, I, I, I don't think it was a bad promo. I think it was just, it was, it was awkward, yes. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it was a bad promo. I, the only reason, I think it was, it could have, been better if it was set up differently and without the entire uh, I by the way go to a doctor's office that has a wall like that so that's oh, a bam roasted yeah also the doctor looked like IRS so that was hilarious yeah I, I thought that <laughs> maybe was it was maybe no, it that was, was that was not IRS no it was not it kind of looks like Dave's dad a little bit uh, yeah, I, I could see it yeah. Yeah. next up you had the Lucha house party getting a win via pinfall over the Revival. Yeah, Revival came out, cut a promo beforehand, said they weren't ready from last week, that uh, they weren't ready for Lucha House Party rules, and they're they're a traditional tag team. They expect traditional tag team rules, and that's what the match will be tonight. And then JoJo, I believe, went ahead and announced it'll be Lucha House Party rules. Yeah, I don't understand how that worked out. 
I don't know. I, I, I like Lucha House Party. I like the rules. I, I think it's really cool. And one of the things I can't help but but think is that the reason why we're getting this and reason why we got this in the first place, starting with like New Day, is be- like with that entire trio stuff is because of how large King of Trios became. Yeah, I, think, I, I 110% agree. I really but I feel think like, that... But, but I feel like that's something untapped that WWE hasn't, hasn't done yet is trios wrestling. Yeah, and I think that, that because like, of King of Trios, that's one of the huge factors into them like being like, you know what, this is catching on, so let's give it a shot. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, how but long I, before, like, how long after King of Trios was New Day, though? King of Trios oh. is still happening, brother. Yeah, but it's not as popular as it once was. Chikara wasn't as popular I, as it once was because they had that whole year hiatus because I Quack, had weird stuff. Yeah, because the because there was that last event where Shakara like everything broke down and then they had those whole like small promos that they did and then they brought it back. So and new it, I would say so okay, so so New Day formed in two thousand fourteen. I would say the heyday the I the, feel like the yesterday peak. was yesterday like their debut on TV. I'm not I feel sure. like one of them tweeted about that. I think the peak of uh, King of Trios was like 2011. Yeah. So I, it's a little far-fetched for me to believe that. Well, I, I 2000, think that... It's 2012. Least, 2012 or 11. At least in regards to giving this Lucha-style match a try, I think... I think that's that. so far-fetched. Oh, you never know. So far fetched. It's from two, the the peak was 2011, 2012. And it still catches interest. I mean, look at how many wrestlers have been brought into King of Trios in the past, where it's like, uh, where they have regenerated. Last year, last year, years, last year they had like an NXT team with PJ Black Nexus. and Tarver yeah. and the PCO came back as like um his old gimmick. The Quebecer, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I wouldn't put it past it. But I don't know about I, that. But one of the things, I really did like this match. I thought it was it was nice, but I still don't get this entire revival, uh, whatever they're doing with them. Yeah. I just don't get that part. I thought, uh, I like the barrage of finishers at the end where Kalisto hit the Salida Del Sol, tags in uh, Metallic, and he hits the, what, the tight... Tightrope Swanton, I guess you would call yeah. it. Yeah, I'm definitely intru- interested to see more lucha style matches, but maybe with other lucha libres or l- people that could do lucha style, not revival. Who also, by the way, he uh, he tagged in Lindsay to get the win with the shooting star. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm a fan of it. I, I don't think. See, that's not like a clash of styles here. When, like, when you had the original Sin Cara debut. And he was doing nothing but working Chavo. Yeah. Like, that was a clash of styles. This, it's a it's a different clash of styles. It works. I, I totally see what you're saying, and I have to agree with you on that. It, def, it does work. I see what you're fun. saying, but I have to agree with you. <laughs> um, and it's a lot of fun. I, I do like it. I just hope that they, that this isn't the end of that Lucha House Party rules. That maybe it expands to more. I still don't know what really Lucha rules. It means all three of them get to compete. But what what's the point of tagging? Um, I guess it's still a standard tag team. It's not like uh, a Mexican. But that's the thing I don't get. Like, 
is that's what that, when they first announced it'll be lucha house party rules that's what i thought it was going to be where there were like no tags in and out yeah but then they start tagging i don't know if it's the person that gets the tag is the only person that could actually pin someone or yeah, i don't do you of course yeah, but I don't understand. It, it works it, as a normal tag team match. It's just that all three of them are allowed to compete. Okay. Right. Uh, moving on to some mixed match, mixed matched uh, reactions from the the three of us here. Yeah. Nia Jax had her promo with Tamina, and she spoke about Becky Lynch and, and Ronda Rousey. Where, really tried to remain uh, healed the entire time and like very she, sarcastic and arrogant. Like she also she kept trying to do an impression of Ronda Rousey, but it was very clearly an impression of Hulk Hogan. Yep, I wrote like, that down. Oh, I'm I'm not a Jack's brother, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah. All right. So before we, uh, Chris, do you have anything to say about the Nia Jax portion? Oh, uh, did he fall asleep again? <laughs> oh no, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here. Sorry, my my microphone was muted. <laughs> oh, the microphone was <laughs> muted. <laughs> All yeah, right, that's what I'm calling it this week. Yeah, so I did not like this Nia Jax Ronda Rousey promo. Rousey actually ended up coming out. Um, wait, 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 wait! Before before the Ronda part, Chris, what's your take on the Nia Jax part so far? Oh, Ronda. what do you what are your thoughts on Nia Jax Hulk Hogan impression? Oh, I'm <laughs> Ronda Rousey, dude. I wasn't really even paying attention to it. The Ronda, uh, like, no, I, I, I don't care about the Nia Jax part. I was more a fan of the Ronda Rousey part. All right, okay, so Ronda so, Rousey comes down out. Yeah, and, and she, she, she says out. we could do the match right here, right now. And Nia and Jax. She goes, Who wants to see us two <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this segment made Nia Jax look strong at all. She well, was like, she was stalling for, uh, for time, obviously. That's what yeah. she said. For Tamita, right, so for only for Tamita to get there. Yeah. Like this, it was so stupid. And then Natty right, so, comes out because so, they're so friends Chris, again. What's, what's your what's your take on this part? I thought the I mean, I thought it was awkward the oh yeah, I'm just stalling for time. But I thought you know what? We said it a couple weeks ago, like Rhonda could use a little bit more on the uh the mic. I thought her promo this week was great. You know, she was trying to be like, Oh, laughy, oh, I'm laughy, cheery, Ronda Rousey, slapping hands, who wants to see a suplex? And she's like, I'll kill you. I will rip your face off. You know, I I, I liked it. I was a fan of it. I was watching it. I was sitting here eating breakfast while watching it, and I was just getting pumped up about Ronda Rousey getting all amped up about everything. You know, I thought it was cool that it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just stalling for time, and then all of a sudden you hit the camera cuts right to the, the Riot Squad in there. Yeah, Natty and, comes and- out to make the save for Rousey and gets attacked by the Riot Squad, who then gets saved by Rousey. And that was the end of Jax and Tamina. It didn't make sense. All right, so my entire thing, it, it really echoes what Brendan said, but I'm not a fan of Nia Jax really playing up this heel character with the, the sarcasm and arrogance was not working. It's like she's trying too hard. And and she just, it just doesn't work. I thought, I do agree that, I I thought Ronda Rousey did a, was all right during this promo. Yeah. But Nia Jax? Um, I, well, I'm not going to have a match. And, and yeah, we do have double dates. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And then Tamina is just awkwardly there. It was just awkwardly, she was just standing there, and she always well, does she this. she had with, to save her voice for the double date. 
I guess so because like, but she always has that character where I'm biting my tongue right now, guys. <laughs> it's a PG show. I'm biting my tongue right now. Oh, please bite the tongue. Um, I, yeah. Um, it, it's just I didn't understand this entire Tamina aspect in this, and the, the buying time, and then Natalia, the entire uh, we could do this now. Yeah, get on that. I want to do this now because I will beat you. Even more so, like, the whole buying time didn't make sense because what did it buy time for? I expected Tamina was she... out there. She was out there doing nothing. Once she said buying time, I expected Tamina to no. attack her from behind. No. Yeah, no. But that didn't even happen. I mean, and that's not even your three... theme song anymore. It was a great oh theme song. Three-minute warning. No. You have someone attack right away. No. I thought that was stupid. The I'm buying time. Nothing, nothing. Natalia's theme song. But I do think that Natalia being jumped by Riot Squad was awesome because yeah. you didn't see that. Yeah, everything that, that you're, Everything that you're doing with the Riot Squad is fantastic. Yeah, I thought that that, that cut, <laughs> the production cut of Natalia running down and then the Riot Squad attacking was great because you didn't see the Riot Squad there just waiting for her to pounce. And I thought that worked out really well. Did you by any chance watch Ride Along or no? No. Oh. So on the season finale of that, they had Edge and Christian in one car and the Riot Squad I, in another car. I have to watch Edge and Christian's uh, show that totally reeks of awesomeness. Oh, that debuted this week, the, the new season? Yep, burp, excuse me. So they went from Newark, New Jersey to Long Island. Woo! And it really confused me with uh, the Riot Squad's trip because it ends where they show Tri-County Flea Market uh-huh. in the background. Where the hell is there a hotel? Near Tri County, and if you're on Long they're Island, why are going, they not staying at the Coliseum? By the Coliseum, they're probably going from the Coliseum. No, it was from Newark to Long Island. So, like, I don't know if maybe they went to like Miller's first or something, but maybe? like that was I don't know. It was weird. I that just like it completely it threw me because if you're if you're not from Long Island, the Coliseum, the Marriott by the Coliseum is west of yeah. Tri-County Flea Market. The other, By other like, what, direction. 20 minutes? Yeah, it's not, it's totally not the other direction. Minutes. No way, no way, 10 no minutes. way, because I live right by the Coliseum and it takes me five, took me five minutes to get there the other day. From no. My, yeah. I, I don't know, because I was just up there the other day. Brain, it definitely mapping it. It, def- yeah. it takes more than 10 minutes to get from Tri-County to where you are. Uh, I was just up there getting my hair. I was like, this doesn't sound right. It's an hour and 15 minutes. It's by <laughs> foot. Uh, it says it says 10 minutes. Yeah. To get where? From the Coliseum to Tri-County. No. But that's, again, that's right now. Low traffic. Yeah, but they're, they're driving at night, too. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's, con- let's continue I don't know why I thought on. it was like 20 minutes. It's weird. Next up, you have AOP successfully defending their Raw Tag Team Championships against Bobby Roode and Chad Gable with the help of Drake Maverick, who is now using this his uh, his gimmick to full extent. <laughs> Look, it's like, I, I don't know who's going to take the titles from AOP, but it was very apparent that it wasn't going to be Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Yeah, I don't know if... like my joke. I'm kind of... I, I don't... I don't... I, I just don't know. And as far as tag team wrestling goes Bobby Roode's a veteran of tag team wrestling and lost this match because of moves that he shouldn't have been shouldn't have been no, making he lost it because of urine 
He you took he took his eyes off the prize. <laughs> <laughs> and because Drake Maverick took Bobby Roode's robe to the back and then it cuts to an on screen of him peeing on it. Like yeah, what, he, I, it's like this is a weird segment to even have in 2018. Uh, it's cuz I, I don't think I don't think I don't, I don't think ah. they'd have a woman do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, about that one. Thank all the buddy boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So next up oh. after this was Alexa uh, Bliss backstage with Banks and Bailey, and they have uh, a uh, yeah. Yeah. She's, Alexa Bliss introduces the fact that they're going to be having an open forum later on in the night. Which, by the way, here Alexa Bliss was taller than Sasha Banks. Like, out of nowhere, she has, like, these 17-inch high heels on. Because uh, she's a, a authority piece now. Yeah, but I thought it was funny that uh, Bailey mentioned This Is Your Life, because that's literally one of the worst segments ever. Yeah. yeah for for Bailey, not not the actual good one, that being Mick Foley, or The Rock, sorry. Mick Foley hosting The Rock. Every other This Is Your Life in WWE has been garbage. That's yeah. the point. Uh, but up but next... Next up, you had Ember Moon uh, alongside with Kurt Hawkins picking up Victor over Alicia Fox, who was there with Jinder Mahal, Samir Singh, and Sunil Singh. Okay. Yeah, but this I, is Chris... all stemming because Braun Strowman's injured. So <laughs> I was going to say, Braun hey, Chris, Strowman... why was Kurt Hawkins inside? Oh, okay. You, funny you ask me, Brandon. Anyway, I'm here, by the way. I'm not sleeping. Um... And because Kurt Hawkins is Ember Moon's new partner on the Mixed Match Challenge. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. It, it fizzled I, off at the end, but it's still good. No, no, I can't speak, guys. <laughs> I, I, I do have to say, I love when Alicia Fox throws that big boot. Like, it's like a she big... super long leg, so... It, like, yeah, that, it's like a big boot, th- like, just through you. I love it when they do the big boot, and it just they carry through like a Yakuza kick, right? That's, that's exactly what a Yakuza kick is. Yes. I, I love the Yakuza kick and I think Alicia Fox does it perfectly. Um, but of course, Ember Moon picks up the victory with the eclipse. First of and, all, before we move on to end. Yeah. What a cursed team. Yeah. For, for the mixed match challenge. It starts yeah. out as Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss can't compete, gets replaced by Ember Moon. Braun Strowman can't compete, gets replaced by Kurt Hawkins. Mr. Losing Streak. But uh, the and portion of this I thought was really funny when No Way Jose came out uh, for the next match and Kurt Hawkins made Ember Moon dance. Also, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed Hawkins celebrating the match as if he won. And, and I like Ember Moon's reaction towards Kurt Hawkins when Kurt Hawkins, like... Uh, jumped on her after the match and everything. I thought she was reacting to Hawkins very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this led into Jinder Mahal picking up a victory over Noe Jose. Which lasted longer than the last match. It's true. Yeah. That's true. I, w- I would like for them to give Noe Jose some actual, like, stuff. Like, give him an actual chance some or stuff something. things. Yeah, like, I-, I want, like, I want a lot of the roster to get stuff that we don't normally see. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge was back as Seth Rollins announced on social media this week. Uh, and the first challenger to that Open Challenge was Dolph Ziggler. 
Speaking of things that I wish they'd give, like the roster, more. How many times do we need to see this on TV? Still, it's fantastic. Like it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter if it's a good or a bad match. We've seen it enough times on TV that they shouldn't be doing this anymore. That's my opinion. All right, that's your opinion. I I still think the match is spectacular. (laughs) I I think the U.S. Open Challenge was always better than the Intercontinental Open Challenge because we had unexpected moments. This is like, oh, obviously it's going to be Dolph Ziggler. I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking it was going to be somebody different. There was they took Ziggler for whatever reason. They took him out of the storyline with McIntyre. The only other spot for him right now would have been that match. And that's again that that was my thought process. But interesting to see him finish this match with the Falcon Arrow. You know, that, that led to speculation. People were like, oh, my God, you can't use the curb stop anymore. And Seth Rollins just like, nope, just didn't feel like using it to, to finish the match off tonight. It's like so just, it shows you the versatility of Seth Rollins. He doesn't have to finish it every night with a curb stop. He could do it with the Falcon Arrow. He could do it with uh, the Okada knee thing. Like you got I mean, you guys think that as well, though, right? With what? Ziggler. I mean, Ziggler was clearly taken out of that storyline for some reason, right? Well, yeah, maybe, it, maybe he's just getting some time off now. Like, I don't get, like, he's out of it on TV, but on, on live events, he's still tagging with McIntyre, so I don't get it. I don't, I, it's very weird to me. Yep. So, up next, they had the open forum gimmick, and a quote-unquote fan got to ask one question. Our plans. <laughs> and she goes, how would you change the woman's division... It was perfect. And it's like, what? How would you change it? And I I think uh, Banks said she wouldn't change it. Or she said she would send Bliss back to SmackDown. And Bailey says, oh, I wouldn't send her to SmackDown. I would send her to hell. Where she she came from. I was just just, stupid. This made no sense. This made absolutely no sense. This was... They had a setup. Obviously, they had Dana Brooke, Mickey James, and Alicia Fox attack uh, Sasha and Bailey. But, ugh. Yeah, and oh, to, to no to, to no avail. I mean, did he even get the uh, leave on top? Did you just get All some right. breaking news? <laughs> no, I. Do you guys follow WWE memes on Facebook? No. Oh my so. god! So, somebody just put this video up of. Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane on a motorcycle and they put the Undertaker's the Dead Man Walking music to it. It's amazing. Incredible. I know I now I'm going to go down this wormhole of Kyrie Sane on motorcycles now on the rest of the show. Oh man. All right, can this continue? Sorry. That is such a weird wormhole. So the main of- <laughs> Did Disco Inferno That was him last week, right? On Impact. What? It was uh, on the Thanksgiving episode. That was him. I I I, I told you I, I fell asleep during. Yeah, Thanksgiving. that was him taking the all the the roles from Fala and everything. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was him. I don't know why oh, that just, that just right, like sparked Vegas, my memory. Why. But uh, speaking of the main event, we had uh, what was supposed to be Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin turned into Corbin a, making it a handicap match, adding Drew McIntyre. And then Bobby Lashley came out after, and they all attacked Balor. 
That's it. 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Baron Corbin and, and his uh, cabinet stand tall. <laughs> you know, I... Leo Rush trying to like squeeze in there. <laughs> they weren't even like focused on Leo Rush. It's did, like there's a fourth person in the room. Did somebody come out with a cigar in their mouth? I don't remember. I don't know. I think Bobby Lashley or Leo Rush came out with a cigar in their mouth for some reason. Did they? I, I, I don't know. know. I know that's but like that's Davari's new gimmick in two, I, on two hundred five live because he's. I, I, come over and smoke some Cubans. You know. Well, I gotta say, I, I was a, I was a fan of Monday Night Raw, and I li- really liked the focus on Corbin's cabinet. I, I I'm it. a fan of it. I could tell. I didn't I'm a get fan it. of it. The babyface climb. I was. Yeah, I, I say that. I say it all the time. I really liked how at the end of Monday Night Raw, Corbin's cabinet were the uh, last one standing. I I liked how they kicked off Raw and they ended it. I'm a fan. SmackDown mm-hmm. opens with the general manager Paige welcoming Becky Lynch, the man Becky Lynch, back to the show. Shirts aren't discounted on WWEshop.com on Cyber Monday, but that's in itself. Becky calls out Charlotte and Flair. Uh, I mean, wasn't the greatest here. I did not like this promo at all. Well, I mean, for Charlotte's behalf. Becky says, said that, that Flair was only able to do what she did at Survivor Series by channel, channeling Becky Lynch. And then Charlotte kind of blamed Becky, saying that she would ch- channel Ric Flair in order to get her wins and stuff. And I was just so stupid. Yeah, this, my entire issue with this is it makes that hug that Becky Lynch gave Charlotte Flair even more weird and more lacking sense to me that that even took place because Becky Lynch went right back at Charlotte and Charlotte went right back at Becky. I'm like, wait, why? It's like, I didn't get the, like the fact that like Becky Lynch tells Charlotte that she copied Ric Flair and then copied Becky where Charlotte's retort was to try to say that she copied Ric Flair. Meanwhile, Charlotte is using Ric Flair catchphrases and stuff. And it's like, it's just, that doesn't make sense to me. Like you're doing exactly what she's saying you're doing. She's not doing whatever she's doing, whatever you're, you're saying she's doing. Becky Lynch isn't going out there flashing people. She's not trying to make out with random people. That's what Ric Flair did, allegedly. (laughs) Not allegedly. I mean, it happened, but... I just... I didn't like this opening segment. And to top it off... Charlotte gets another rematch. Why does she get another shot at at the Women's Championship? Because of her dad. How does that make sense? She had the she had the match at at Evolution. She had a match at Survivor Series. Does that does her making SmackDown lose a point or whatever gain her the opportunity to get another Women's Championship match, and then some more icing on that cake? It's a TLC match. They just had a ladder match, or a last man standing. I mean, a last woman standing match at, at Evolution that involved tables and ladders. And shares probably. It just does that doesn't make sense to me. That it, it, it makes no sense. But then they had they had the team of the iconics 
uh, Zelina Vega and Absolution, as well as um, Naomi, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Lana, and Carmella. Yeah, they all come out basically say Paige is kind of favoring Charlotte and Becky. But what I liked about this was Mandy Rose name dropping PCB. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You can hear me now, right? Yeah. Why were you muted again, Jesus? No, I've I've been trying to like interrupt you while you went on this long tangent, and my internet—it's a terrible, it's a terrible segment. But this this then leads to the entire women's division coming out and saying, you know, PCB, blah blah, this other thing, Paige, Battle Royal. Whoever get was the winner gets to face Becky Lynch and Charlotte TLC. It's, it's, we don't it, like it. Let's stop talking about it. it. Let's get no on to the next yeah. thing, which is a standing take. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Good. Outstanding tag team match between the Usos and the Bar. Usos picking up the, the victory. Before the match, they showed Big Show backstage randomly knocks Cesaro out for his, what, 900th face turn? <laughs> Big Show now, with a clean-shaven face almost. He's got a little clean-shaven goatee going on. Shaved off of his beard. Like, what? Maybe. The, what's going on? What? Why? Like <laughs> me. I just didn't wait till the end of No Shave November, so I just had to cut it off. And just like just like that, SmackDown goes back to having no tag team division outside a new day, outside the bar, and outside the Usos. What about the the brothers, the good brothers? Where they weren't on SmackDown. Oh well, they're they're still a tag team, but they're not there. Like uh, I said, uh, with the whole Survivor Series thing. What do you mean? Whose fault is that? Whoever's writing this show? It's Saturday too. Saturday's there too. Yeah, but it's they're not, not being that, used. But 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 it's not like it's not like. Raw, where you get three hours, you get two hours. Right, but give, now you like, go back to who, like the Usos beat the bar. Are they number one contenders? Yeah, they were just champions, and they had their rematch and lost. Yeah, but now they beat the champions again. Right, ex- that's my point exactly. It's just an infinite loop of the same three teams. Meanwhile, Survivor Series showed that you have other teams that are clearly not being used. I don't, I don't understand how the writers could sit there in the back and be like, oh, we're going to use this team tonight. Oh, we're going to use this team tonight. And we're going to use this team tonight. Next week, same team. Same team, same team, same team. Week after week after week. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. What was the point, what was the point of Gallows and Anderson getting into... I TV every single week. That's it. I'm saying, what's the point of them getting into a tremendous shape to get used and they're not being used? I, I just don't get it. They got time in their hands. It's the infinite loop of SmackDown having no tag team division. And speaking of the tag team division, after this match, you have New Day backstage with the Miz, uh, laughing at him the for phone. I thought that was hilarious. And Miz goes, "Oh, what's your favorite part of the Marines?" <laughs> and they're like, uh, "We're uh, we're not watching the Marine. We're watching your match from last week." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. So, Which, oh, I pop big time. Kind of, I mean, not really a mark out moment for me, but. Uh, kind of a mark out moment at the same time they uh they were rhyming all the names with the the opponents last week and they name dropped kane and then xavier woods sang kane's uh slow chemical theme oh, song yes i saw that i i popped for that huge yeah i thought that was funny and then uh kofi rubbed it in that they were <laughs> that they were the only team at survivor series to actually win and miz goes eh, you guys didn't win and it was the usos and then they had that the match and they set up the match Next up after this, after the commercial break, you have AJ Styles coming out on SmackDown television for the first time since losing his WWE championship. 
talking about how Daniel Bryan, he's been here for the past year. By the way, did you guys watch that 365 uh, documentary on AJ Styles? I did. I, no. thought, it, I thought it was Fantastic. great. I fell asleep during the Dean Ambrose Chronicle, though. Yeah, I, I, no, I watched that whole thing, too. I thought that was well done. The AJ Styles Artsy. one was really good. Yeah, no, they were both very good. AJ Styles saying he was here and uh, saying that Daniel Bryan is not here. And he's uh, learning from yeah. champions on Raw, Taking which is a bad roster. Taking Brock Lesnar, yeah. Good. He which, should take shots at Brock Lesnar. By the way, when Corey, when Corey Graves goes, the former champion out next, I was completely thrown for a loop. I forgot that Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Former? What do you mean former? He's not champion anymore? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you idiot. Daniel Bryan is champion. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I guess yeah. he's, he told Daniel Bryan to make sure he'll to make sure to show up to, at TLC, where I assume oh. they won't have a TLC match because it's very obvious that it's going to be the women from SmackDown, and for whatever reason, Corbin and Strowman on Raw. But I feel like you want to make an AJ Styles Daniel Bryan match, especially their first, well, technically second match, but their first on a pay per view, a very technical wrestling oriented match. Which I'm stoked about seeing. Take off the ropes. No 450. No crooked 450, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's something you would get if you watched the, uh, what was it, 365? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He's like, yeah, your 450 is a little crooked, Dad. Yeah. Because that's what my my kids care about. That was a terrible Georgian accent. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just love when he's walking in the backstage of WrestleMania and Jeff Jarrett just like standing there awkwardly. He's just like, huh. He's like, what I tell you about? He's just like, what I tell you about dress code? Yeah, we're, I mean, he's, I mean, I mean, the champion shows up in regular street clothes. I thought WWE had strict policy there. I don't think they do anymore. I guess yeah, not. Yeah, at the window. Yeah, yeah, bring your video games. Let's go. Next up after this, you had a very quick match between... Not Mac- even a match. Didn't happen. Yeah. I, I love how this they're just kind of building up Rusev to be a babyface again. I, I mean... But I think this match was more so a thing, or segment was more so a thing to put Nakamura over as a heel. I like Nakamura. And, and I liked it, the fact that he was on... It was, it was a good way to use him uh, on television without actually having him wrestle. I agree too uh, that it was a good set part of it, but I don't understand why. Why yeah, didn't, didn't they want? I don't know. It was supposed to be Nakamura versus Rusev. Nakamura attacked Rusev before the match happened. I mean, at least it wasn't one of those things where Rusev agreed to, like, oh no, I could fight, I could fight, and then went on to not fight or not on went on to not win. Here we go. Chris's Mark dreams right here. You have Nakamura to cut a promo about him either knock him. He brings back the United States Open Challenge. Alistair Black comes in. One, fa- one. what is it, Fade to Black? Yeah. Black Mass. That's what it is. So black no, Mass? Never mind. <laughs> fade to one, two, Black three. was somebody else's move. Yeah, what was that? Oh, man. I don't know. But anyway, next up after the commercial break, after that not even match, you have Jeff Hardy celebrating 20 years in the WWE. Not really, but call Spade a Spade here. Oh, Fade to Black is, is the Alistair Black shirt. That's right. I have that shirt. And oh. also, I guess it says Fade to Black was a Kazarian move, maybe? Because yeah, Kazarian is a big metalhead, so it's probably after Metallica. Uh, anyway, you have maybe Michael have no Cole. Idea. 
making a rare appearance on SmackDown. Having Jeff Hardy come in the ring, talk about his past triumphs, his triumphs and tribulations, and then uh, this was, this Samoa was a Joe. weird segment. Well, I mean, I it was to celebrate twenty years of Jeff Hardy. Like, how do you celebrate twenty years of Jeff without Matt? Yeah. yeah. How, how do you I, celebrate twenty years of Jeff distance, Hardy? They're trying to distance the two of them. But mm, I, yep. Maybe that's the truth. Where they, <laughs> Jeff Hardy accidentally did the delete, and he goes, "Oh, delete that." Yeah, that's it. They're trying to, they're trying to. Well, is Matt the... is Matt going to come back and be the GM of Raw? What's going on there? That would be fantastic. Ooh. Is that a thing? I don't know. Especially having broke woken Matt Hardy as the GM. <laughs> People walk into that weird background with like the the ambiance into it. Be great. Anyway, Samoa Joe comes out. Uh, you know, makes fun of Jeff Hardy's past demons. Demons? Yeah, I, I thought this was interesting. He goes like, maybe having a champagne bottle around you isn't the best idea. And then bringing up like how he may not remember any of those memories that they just showed on TV. Yeah, um, I, it really hit close to home here. It, it, to me, made Samoa Joe come off as bitter. Yeah. Why is Jeff Hardy getting a celebration? Why am I not? I didn't even get a chance to get the WWE Championship or whatever. Meanwhile, he's had chance after chance. That's fine. Yeah. Listen, it, it's good. What do you want? The same, same heel? No, it's I, a, a bitter heel who's not getting his comeuppance. I did. I did like the. I didn't mind the inclusion of the alcohol stuff and everything because that's something that's been uh, fair, fairly out in the open and addressed. Um, and I thought it was it was a different way to go about this promo, but I'm okay with it. It was a weird segment for me. Every not weirder, not weirder than Dean yeah. Ambrose, not weirder <laughs> than, uh, than the open forum, but this was yeah. a weird, a weird segment for me. Next uh, up, you have Kofi Kingston defeating the Miz. Yeah, Miz. I like their backstage comic. I like Miz took off the uh, the top turnbuckle pad, and Big E stepped up on the apron and put a stack of pancakes there. Beautiful, beautiful. And then, uh, and then Miz Miz hit Xavier Woods ringside and then faked that Big E hit Miz and the ref was dealing with with Miz Miz tried I mean with Big E Miz tried to to grab a chair would stop that and Miz got hit with the trouble in paradise I thought it was a fun match uh something that was very reminiscent of a live event during this was the fact that Xavier Woods was out there wearing a wearing the man t-shirt hey listen I feel like that's not something they really do on tv like you New used to see it like very rarely. Well, I'm saying you would see it like rarely. Like Ziggler would wear Rider stuff here and there, but it's, it's to me that's like live eventish. I liked it; it was fun, it's cool. And then later on, Miz was uh, backstage with Shane McMahon and said, "If if only he had his partner ringside with him, he would have been able to win." And Shane goes, "We're not, we're not partners." And he goes, "Well, we're we're both co-best in the world, so." That means you're kind of family, so start acting so like person. it or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know what they're doing with Miz and, and McMahon, but we'll find out. Up next, though, we had Randy Orton cut a damn we promo. About this. What? We talk, do we have to talk about this? Um, I just want to make mention of the fact that Rey Mysterio came out with his neck brace on. Meanwhile, he wrestled on Saturday... 
at Starcade, which aired Sunday, which started out with Rey Mysterio in the neck brace, but it got taken off in an attack, and then he wrestled without the neck brace on. <laughs> and then here he comes with the neck brace on again. Hey, sometimes you got to keep it on. Uh, I, I, don't, right. I don't want Next up, you so, had a uh, yeah. women's battle royal, which Asuka won. Asuka is now getting added to the Charlotte versus Becky match in a TLC match. I really hope... I, what? I, I hope this means that I hope this doesn't mean that Flair is coming out of cha- out of TLC as champion. I hope this could, means that Oscar comes. I mean, I want to see. I want to keep Becky with it because you know you got to. She should win a hundred percent. She should be the only Be-Bec- one to win. Becky should win one hundred ten percent. But I feel like having Oscar, yes, as predictable as it was, she's going to add a great element to this match because she is a hard hitting, hard striking woman. I mean, I've been no looking sense. forward. To, why is Charlotte? I, I've been wanting to see Oscar versus Becky Lynch for a long time, but not in a triple threat with Charlotte. Why does she get I another mean, Charlotte, shot? It makes no sense. And let's not forget Charlotte. The way Charlotte uh, performs in triple threats, she's not good. She's not good. Period. I did like with in regards to this match. I did really enjoy how Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville came off. Um, I like when they were double teaming and everything well, like well, that. It came and down. I like, yeah. It came down to the two different teams. It was Oscar and Naomi, and and not Absolution. Absolution. Yeah, I, but I liked even further Oscar and Sonya Deville. It came down to with them battling on the apron. And <laughs> there, there was a second where I was like, "Oh, maybe, yeah. it, maybe it's Deville." Yeah, it was. There was a quick second. Um, didn't last too long, but I thought it was. Uh, it was a fun way to end the match. I think that it was just unfortunate that the Iconics didn't win. Yeah, but, I mean, that wasn't realistic. I know. I think uh, it was the, the everyone, as soon as they announced the, the you'll get a third person or whatever, it feels like everybody I, chanted Asuka. I actually would have been fine with anybody winning this match other than Lana. And that's the truth. I think that every woman in this match would have a good place in that triple threat match. I would have been open to it. Okay. Yeah, well, that was, saying. that was SmackDown, uh, rolling right through to shameless plugs. Woo! Shameless plugs. Yeah. So make sure you go check out Mike Verna. Give him a follow on Twitter at man of steel MV. He was on WWE. NXT recently, uh, Mitch Taverna. Also, book him, mtaverna31 at gmail.com, and go check out his Pro Wrestling Tees shop. Uh, congratulations to him on his appearance on WWE NXT. Uh, we all know that he was at a uh, tryout within the year, and we hope that this is just a, another step towards him entering uh, a contract with WWE. Next up, make sure you go check out Viva Van. Um, she is a wrestler out of Santino Bros. You can go give her a follow at Viva Van Official. She's also a death metal vocalist. And you can book her for wrestling. Uh, or, I guess, death metal-wise. Book Viva Van at gmail.com. Or Does she visit- have a band? Yes. Uh, Same her band. Not too sure, but if you want to find out some more, go v- check out Real Viva Van. Dot com. Perfect. Also, Randy Atkins, It's America CD. I love that CD. It may be one of my favorite CDs. 
I have it in the car at the current time. And from songs from Farmer's Daughter, uh, Daughter to Chasing Girls to Friends with Tractors, it is probably my one of my favorite CDs. And is I it, highly is it in your CD player? <laughs> it is. It's in my CD player. Um, yeah, Randy Atkins. He's one of those guys that I I actually really want to see him perform live. I, I'm yet to hear a song that you don't like from him. Um, and it's America is a great CD. So would you, yeah. would you want to see him live and listen to the CD at the same time? Ooh, that's pretty, uh, trippy. That sounds like a crazy experience, but yeah, that's all the shameless plugs. Hey, Chris, do you have a Chris's uh, match of the week? I do. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Uh, match of the week this week is from NXT. Keith Lee versus Lars Sullivan, two big guys that can go. This match is awesome. I uh, highly recommend going it, to it because if you're listening to this podcast, you definitely subscribe to the WWE Network. $9.99 a month. Brandon, you're supposed to say, hey. Hey, what's up? We shot ASMR. ASMR podcasts. Jesus. <laughs> who, who are you shouting out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Waka waka. The first thing is an anti-shout-out. Ah, oh, I missed these things. Going to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Because I think it's dumb. Everybody's lip-syncing. Yeah, I agree. It, I don't, yeah. It's definitely not their choice, but some people don't even, like, pretend to try... Yeah, you have that one celebrity who got hugely busted this year. Oh, I forgot. I don't know who it was, but yeah. I, she's a singer. Diana Ross didn't even bother carrying a microphone. I know. <laughs> I saw that was terrible. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it, just have the parade with the floats or whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you don't, you could do the Broadway gimmick stuff. I don't know. But uh, up next is going to the Hershey's Kisses Christmas commercial, which I probably gave a shout out the same time last year. But it's always it's always the uh, the, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's always the commercial that I like most look forward to seeing this time of the year. And I was going to mention it like I think it was like three weeks ago or two weeks ago. But I just it slipped my mind. But it's such a good commercial. And it's been it's been on since we were kids. It might even predate us. I have no idea. No, it probably doesn't. <clears throat> Last, <laughs> maybe you. Bald <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, man, I'm 30 next year. Less than oh, six months. God. What a what an age. That sucks. They said it was all downhill downhill after 20. Man, oh. 30s are great. Are you kidding me? Well. All right, what's your third shout-out? Come on. Last shout-out is going to the article that was written about Tyson Kidd. Uh, it was written by Jan Murphy, who you could follow on Twitter at Jan underscore Murphy. And you could check out the interview that he did through his Twitter. I, I thought it was, it's a very, very long read, but it was so good. And I swear everyone listening to this should definitely check that out. It was very, very well done. And uh, that's those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our our
That is right, our mark out moment of the week. I, I, I don't. That's no, no. Stop doing that. Let's see, it gets creepy. Don't do that. But like, I had for a split second, I had a mark out moment of the week. Blow him some air in your ear. Right see, you now. can't understand. People can't <laughs> understand you when you're whispering like that. But. I had, you guys got to stop. I had a, a split second mark out moment of the week when WWE Shop added a plaque with ring canvas from Evolution. You bought it. Stop no, lying. No, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. It's, it has over 30 signatures on it. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, it's not even like everyone who was on the event and then I finally realized that it was just the people pictured in the, the photo that they have used, like the Evolution poster that they have used that is signed. So it's only the 30, like 34 people maybe. Um, okay. And when this, fi- when there's only 200 of it, but when, when I kind of figured they would have something like this, I thought maybe it would be like 500 bucks. It's a thousand bucks. Yeah. That's like someone's gonna buy was, it. That was instant disappointment when I saw the price. I'm not spent. I mean, it's, it's like thirty dollars. Come on, it's like thirty dollars per autograph. But I'm not spending a thousand bucks on something like that. I'm I'm gonna wait for the the other the other evolution plaques to go on sale, the unsigned ones, and hopefully the one I want doesn't sell out. Those are only sixty four, so on sale it could be like thirty four bucks or something like that. But. Oh man, a thousand bucks? Could you imagine? Like, who's paying a thousand dollars? That's like even WWE has that auction site, and the, the the items on there go to crazy prices. Sometimes, sometimes I left off the S. <laughs> That's like I just like I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, my mark out moment of the week it goes to a commercial that got me pumped for this coming Sunday. Garth Brooks performing a performance live on CBS. It's not really live. It's pre-taped. But on CBS at Notre Dame Stadium, um, it's going to be his full concert from there. So I am really looking forward to that. I guess it's going to be on after 60 minutes. And, yeah, I am totally watching that. <laughs> are you going to Are you going to watch it, Brandon? I'll DVR it. I'm looking forward to it. I think that that Garth Brooks concert was probably potentially my favorite concert. It's I definitely would, up there. I definitely went into that concert uh, liking Garth Brooks a lot more and and liking a lot more songs that I didn't know when I before going. And again, like, it was definitely a Garth Brooks experience for me where it was supposed to start on one day and didn't start until the next day yeah, because of the I, rain, but... Yeah, your experience was a lot different from mine. I mean, the thing I loved is that he played to the entire audience. Like, for me, it was a 360 um, stage where he was surrounded by on all sides, and he played to every single side, and he was just nonstop running to the right, yeah. running to the left. Well, that was, and, like, that was like mine, except there was just – it was the back. There was no yeah, behind. But I was right by the side of the stage, so that was awesome for me. 
Yeah, and that high energy, it really shows, like, why he is such a great entertainer. And I wouldn't, been I wouldn't, so dude, I would not have got that CD set if I wasn't, if, like, if, if it wasn't for that concert, I wouldn't have gotten that. Mm-hmm. I think it, it comes with, uh, it has the, the three disc, three of the discs are the ones that we got from Ticketmaster. Yeah. But, uh, it was just, I was, like, I felt like owning it. I liked, and the book's really nice, too. It's a big book. Uh, so and I, I would like I would like for Garth Brooks to come back to New York and by I, by New York I mean New York City the metro the metropolitan area not not Albany Canada gimmick Buffalo yeah I saw him in I saw him in Albany but definitely Garth Brooks Sunday night CBS I will be watching and I marked out for that announcement what about Chris, you Chris did Anything? you mark out over some turkey yeah <laughs> marked out over some hot dogs baby yeah. <laughs> No, oh, I mark it over anything. Are you gonna are you gonna purchase the uh, Heaven's Door whiskey that we didn't get paid to say? No, we didn't because I didn't drink it this week. No, but are I was you, at, are I, you... I was at Total Wines and I saw it at Total Wines this week and I was like, do I want to get it? I'm like, it's yeah, a really I, nice bottle. Like I like it's the... a really nice bottle and apparently they're selling it where Bob Dylan's in Manhattan tonight. Oh, is he? I oh right, some... he's at the oh my god the Beacon. <sighs> Can I just say? In 2007, I saw Bob Dylan. It was one of the very first concerts I ever saw. That's And to this day, I'm at over 200 concerts. It's literally... Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's It's unfortunately the worst concert I've ever been to. Because he he didn't speak at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all he did was just play, and it sounded like one long song. So I, I see that he's at the Beacon Theater, curious to to see, like, maybe I, maybe the set list is, like, that damn good where I'll try to maybe go and get a ticket. Don't see it, Brandon. And no. I, I look at the set don't, list, don't, and the set list, it. can you stop that, seriously? Do no, seriously stop that. Fucking out of here, some more podcasts. And the set list I thought was really good. So I went to see if I can go onto YouTube and find it, and it was it was terrible. It was even Stop, worse. That tickles. That tickles. Come on. You, you guys are doing the Howard Stern gimmick right now. It's very stupid. It's the bad Howard Stern part where he, where, with the speaker where he makes the woman sit on the speaker. That's what you guys are doing no, right I'm now. Be the ocean. No, that's what you guys are doing though. How about just be in the ocean? Come on. I'm an ocean baby, yeah. Right, no. That's <laughs> I am the ocean baby. <laughs> no, so it was it was even worse than than when I actually saw him. And it's that, that's like disappointing. I I cannot stand when an artist changes the song like so much that you don't recognize the actual song. Yeah. It's disappointing. I do that with me and Dave go. I hope not. So I, I'm I don't say think someone... I don't think Iron Maiden does that. I'm sure they would play the song exactly how it was sounds. I think that a mark out a mark out moment for someone else. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Nikki Cross's PC Diaries. Oh, I did see that spectacular. Yeah, where she was so emotional after her. Uh, I believe yes, it was her I know, SmackDown. I saw the bottom. No, it wasn't SmackDown. It was Takeover. That was it after the takeover. Yeah, yeah. Because no, she had the it, she had the match the 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 tapings for the week after. Yeah, her reaction to that is just incredible. You know, and it's great to see that sort of a a passion with some of these superstars. 
Yeah. So Absolutely. definitely add that down there. So that is our podcast for this week. Marking out 408. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to everybody that's listening to this. Next week, we'll be back with some more pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. And until then, you can go to markingout.com. What are you going to say, Brandon? I was going to say, yeah, come celebrate our seven year anniversary of markingout.com. Yeah, go to markingout.com. Leave a comment. Please. We want to read them on the show. Time sticks. Next week. I'd love to read them. Uh, Facebook.com slash markingout. Twitter.com slash markingout. Markingout1 at YouTube.com. Marking out 11 on YouTube. YouTube.com slash marking out 11. Marking out one at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Weendog. Dave on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. And Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. So until next week, uh, we wish you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Best. Best of luck in your future endeavors.